Shout out to all those fathers out there. We're talking about anime dads on UJOCAST. Welcome back to You Joe Cast. We're talking all things anime, cosplay, conventions. I have a return guest, uh, the Great Canada. Woody Woo. <laughs> Corn. Uh, no. <laughs> so we are celebrating Father's Day by talking about anime dads. It was actually uh, Gabe's idea. And I was like, hell yes, because, of course, it's going to be Father's Day. Right around the corner, y'all. Yeah. So we are talking best dads, worst dads. We're giving some honorable mention dads. And, of course, hot dads. We each picked one. So I am excited to do this. I'm ready. Because I feel like that type of stuff is kind of not talked about right you want to talk about the strongest you want to talk about you know who has the best fight scenes or we were just watching hunter hunter before we started recording and oh the nen users and the blah 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 you know so we googled a couple of lists of dads if you will i helped narrow it down because you know how lists go sometimes they're subjective (laughs) yes and so you know as a father and avid anime fan i'm helping you distinguish get get some of the bad apples out the list yeah yeah so i think we've come down with a pretty concise list now right and (laughs) i know that so a lot of these i don't know so you'll have to definitely school me which he was he i mean we were talking a lot of different stuff i'm like i haven't seen it yet. we literally did a whole podcast (laughs) before the podcast before we started recording yeah but I'm going to start with best dads because that's a lighter topic before we get to the um, subjective worst dads, which, you know, when you were talking about worst dads, he was using descriptive (sighs) words such as ass. (laughs) (laughs) Very. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Ass dads. Ass ass dads. Um, So we're going to talk best dads first with a B. Non ass (laughs) dads. Uh, and the first one that I have on the list, I don't think I put them on the list in any particular order. So you right, guys right, can right. put them in order if you want. Right. But Byakuya Ishigami. Whew. Okay. So that is from, if anyone doesn't know, Dr. Stone. And he is Senku's dad. So Good dad. Good dad. Good dad. Yes. Very su- made, made some Made a smart young man. Yes. And supportive dad. Oh. Super supportive. That's the thing you want when when you talk about good dads because, like you said, it's when you look at anime lists, everybody wants to know who's the strongest, who's the fastest. <laughs> but it's it's the dads who honestly birth these characters who are like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm the strongest character. You know, I'm I'm strong because he's strong. Right. And that's what this is. That's what we're getting into today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you who haven't watched Dr. Stone, there may be some spoilers here, but you end up meeting his father in, what, season one? Yeah. Right? And this is, I think he's, he said something about him not being his real dad. 
But it looked, they yeah. looked similar. So I'm like, uh, I don't know what that was all about. Maybe I was just a little too, you know, <laughs> toasted. But um, they look almost identical except right. for their hair and, right. you know, some age marks. But he ends up making Dr. Stone, you know, his son the prodigy yeah because he was he was curious at a very young age and instead of oh you need to make friends and you need to yeah. be socially accepted and all this fuck them kids he, <laughs> he <laughs> made sure that scholarly his son had all the tools that he needed to actually become the person he is now absolutely yeah so number 2 on our list is Lloyd Forger from Spy Family <laughs> <laughs> this one really touches my heart. Yeah, tell me why. Because when you watch Spy Family, so I watch Spy Family with my daughter, Liv, mm-hmm. because the relationship that he has with Anya, mm-hmm. the the fake daughter. Fake daughter, right. Yeah. But that relationship that they have, it's like he's trying to keep up this facade because he's like, I'm doing this for the mission. I'm a professional. Yeah. Yeah. But like Anya knows that he's a super spy, but she's like, I'm a, like, I'm psychic. I don't want to go back and be experimented on anymore. I want to live with him. Yeah. Like I want him to be my daddy. Hmm. And like, (laughs) that's so sweet. It's like, he, like, because Lloyd is like one of the greatest, like, 007 type agents that mm-hmm. they have he does his like meticulously he's does very his job. yes he's very like ocd almost about like the steps it takes to do yeah. his job and yeah and it's like he goes above and beyond for anya because he wants to convince the world that yeah They're this is my daughter yeah, yeah. doy spy family <laughs> And, you know, all at the same time, he's trying to stop a whole government conspiracy. Ah. He's raising his daughter to befriend somebody who could be a terrorist to the country mm-hmm. because he wants his daughter to make friends with that kid's, like, with that dude's son. And then it was like, well, let me nourish her artistic skill. Let me hmm. let me help her with these things because I want her to do good in school because I want her to be elite so I can complete my mission. He's like 10 steps ahead of the game. He's thinking he's a chess player. Yeah, yes. but at the same time it's like you can see him. He's getting soft. He's, he's getting a little soft. He's Aww. he's starting to carry and then, and he's like understanding the role of like what being a dad is Mm -hmm. and it's like you know all these characters he's had to play in his whole life he's never had to play something this demanding Mm, right oh yeah i bet you know all about that man kids are demanding kids are and a wife you know just all the things all encompassing right and yeah it's it's a one like lloyd is just a model dad, uh, like he he's, is. He looks like a model. I'm just, I'm just gonna is. throw it out there, you know. He is. He is easy on the eyes. But that is a <laughs> later topic. Yes, that is a later topic. <laughs> so the third best dad that I have on the list here is Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. Go. Don't at me, everybody, but I have never watched Dragon Ball Z, so I don't know. Get on her. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get on her in the comments, don't y'all. At 
me or whatever. Get you know? on her immediately. <laughs> at so, her so now. Piccolo. Tell me about Piccolo. I've seen photos. <laughs> right. So that's best the that's the best I could do. If if you've seen photos, then what I'm about to say will really kind of mess you up because oh boy. Piccolo is the model like black dad. Model black dad. All Even right. though he's okay. green. I know. He's green. Oh, he's green. Yeah. Well, I knew that. But, but he could have an attitude or, you know, what the fuck. He is he is that person because in Dragon Ball, he was a villain. Mm. And, you know, Goku had already been around. Like, by the time he married Chi-Chi, had Gohan. And they were gearing up for their battle for, you know, I'm going to take over the earth. No, you're not. No, you're no. <laughs> Sit down. Raditz <laughs> comes through and he's like, "No, nah, we gonna we gonna mess all that up. <laughs> I'm your brother. Help me take over the planet." And he's like, "No." And that's the first time you see Piccolo step in after Goku dies to take on the child of somebody who, up to this point, has been your enemy. Oh, that's a. Hey, you know what? All them stepdads out there. You know. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like that. Hey. He <laughs> stepped up and he was like, Look. He stepdadded. That's <laughs> what he hardcore. Damn. That's Ooh. crazy. Stepdadded. He did. He did. <laughs> and he kinda like he kinda made Gohan the person he is today. Mm. And even to the point to where like we all know that Gohan loves Pan, but like even in the new movie, like you can see that he is a scholar and he's doing his thing and he mm-hmm. kind of does and like pan is like i want to fight oh like oh, pan's okay. a fighter i want to fight daddy let's go outside let's box wow <laughs> and videl i mean videl was the fighting type but she's a mother she's she's trying to convert to the motherly role hey that's I'm, just like kushina yeah she was a fighter when she was young yeah and then she kind of mellowed out when she's her like, and minato got together i'm the daughter of the world champion i don't never got to pick up my fist to do nothing again okay then like, go out there and box your kid and he's like oh, i can't do it i, I I gave that life up. I, I beat Cell. I did everything. I mean, <laughs> I've peaked already, and we already we we know what it's like to peak sometimes. And I think when when Piccolo steps in and he's like, "Hey," in the new movie, he's like, "Hey," you know, like you still got room to grow. Like if I still have room mm-hmm. to grow, as your you know, I took on the role of raising you, and now I'm raising your kid. And then you know, he steps back and he's like. I'm still showing you that you have room to become stronger. And then he turns up in, you know, the Dragon Ball superhero movie. Okay. They okay. all get active, yeah. And so I think that's the type, that's one of those things that, you know, you need those motivators, those people who can show you, like, even though it may look like we have nothing left to teach you, there's always some more There's stuff. There's always a lesson. There's always you can always go a step further. Yes. And don't act like you know everything because nobody knows everything. Yeah. That's so huge. Like I run into that a lot at work right. actually where oh no no I already knew that. Did you know that? Well, what about this? This is a different element to your job. Right. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, don't say that you knew everything then because there's always a lesson or there's always something that you could learn. You might learn it by mistake even right. sometimes, right? 
Yeah, that's so crazy. You made you made it like so explosive that whole dad speech, <sighs> and that ain't even the show. Man. It's like a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> All of this fighting and all that. It's, it's, it, it, but it the dad does. story is really cool, too. Like, the dynamic of that. Right. And when you see it as a kid or when you watch it and the characters evolve in that sort of way where right. you're like, oh, you can actually turn good. You can actually take that step and become more mature. Right. It's, it's nice to see, you know. All right. Enough about Dragon Ball Z. Right. Got, we got more sh- on the list. We do. <laughs> Number four on this list that I have is Whitebeard from One Piece. So, okay, I am slowly trying to watch One Piece. So, please, <laughs> I'm trying. But I've never heard of Whitebeard on One Piece. So we were kind of talking before we started recording, and you were explaining that Whitebeard was what? So Whitebeard was basically the captain of the strongest pirate crew, like from an old era. Mm-hmm. Whitebeard basically it. represents like the old era dying out. He's uh, the last of the greats. Oh man, I hate that though. <laughs> yeah. It like bums me out. Yeah. And so when you see like the embodiment of like why he was a, he was the strongest, mm-hmm. like, and he was, you know, the last living in that era. And you kind of see him in his past his prime. Like, he's old. He's decrepit. Old the first time you see him, he's hooked up to an IV. He's got oh. an oxygen mask on. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's real old. Or he's, he's old. got an illness or, yeah, yeah. And, like, people are walking up to him. But then when it pans out and it shows him on the Moby Dick, which is his ship. Oh, nice. (laughs) Which is a giant whale. Oh, well, fitting, yeah. (laughs) It pans out, and it shows that white beard is like, he's got 12 sets of abs. (laughs) He's got, got like, 10-foot arms. Jeez, man. He's a hoss. Yeah, he's a a man's man. Wow. Like, and he cares about, like, everybody on his ship like he calls everybody on his ship his sons oh uh, yeah okay and you know people and it's like foster dad yeah he, uh. he's like that dad he takes in the rejects oh, the, I love the people that. who luffy does that luffy right? does uh, he Kinda. does it to an extent he does it in the beginning that's as far as i'm getting so luffy, <laughs> luffy's one of those where he he kind of picks he's like i know what i want and as soon as i see it that's what i want Oh, that Luffy. sounds like a whole Sasuke thing. Yeah. He's the same thing, but good versus evil. Yeah, Luffy's one of those where I know exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. But, like, Whitebeard was one of those people who took in everybody. Oh. Like, they, like, the list had mentioned Ace. Uh-huh, right. But, like, Ace was the son of the Pirate King, like, Gold Roger, oh. the one who set the whole show in motion. And the government wanted that kid dead. Oof. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty bad. (laughs) And, like, you know, like, literally, he was, like, one of the most hunted children in the world besides, like, Nico Robin. Oh, wow. Which I'm... I don't know if you know. Who I don't is. know, but I'm saying wow. Yeah. You know, I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to react because at the show, the premise of the entire show seems interesting to me it because is. I I love the seafaring type of 
entertainment. Right. right. Whether it's, you know, um, shows at Six Flags or whatever that has like water. I used to we used to go to uh to SeaWorld and watch, you know, all the water things. Yeah. I love that Pirates of the Caribbean, that type of stuff. So I was like, oh yeah, pirate show, hell yeah. Yeah. And then I started watching and I was like you have to get to know everybody first before anything even starts happening. And You're it's right. like, I understand the journey that it takes you on, and he wouldn't have met these people if he would have went a different path. Right. So I, I understand the premise, but damn it, it's like 1,100 episodes. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of episodes. So I'm trying to, piece by piece, yeah. watch One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> well... Like I say, the thing with Whitebeard is that once you get to, like, his evening, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to call it. Uh, I'm going to say the evening of his life. Aw, that is so, like, romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Got away with words. Once you get there, there's an entire war going on. Mm -hmm. And basically the government has went to war with this old man. (laughs) Oh, damn. Because the government wants to kill one of his children. He, they want to kill Ace. Oh, wow. Because he's, he's the real son of the Pirate King. But Whitebeard said, no, you're trying to kill my child. Aw, okay. <laughs> this All is right. my child. No. And like even Ace is like, yeah, I know that Gold Roger is my dad, but Whitebeard. Is my foster dad. Yeah, that's yeah. my dad. Uh, okay. And like you see all these pirates across the world who come and they come to Whitebeard's aid because that's our daddy. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. our daddy. And yeah. they're it's trying like to kill our brother. Yeah, pirate code and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know things happen. True, yes. Things happen, the sun sets and you know everybody mourns. <laughs> But that man is, and I believe, like, when we made the list, I said, no, like, Whitebeard is the number one the dad. The dad, yeah. I want to make that clear. Like, Whitebeard is number one dad. Yeah, I had to write it down because I didn't have a fifth one, but I was like, I'm going to write, write it down before I forget. But, yeah, like, I can totally see that. I can see that being, like, the most touching. Yeah. Because... Like you said, took in the rejects and made the crew not only do his bidding, I guess, because that's kind of like, you know, pirate and crew, there's kind of a dynamic there. Yeah. So I'm not knocking him for having them do whatever he needs to do to to pilot the ship. And the thing is, is that like when you look at the ramifications of the things that happen after Whitebeard dies, like... Mm -hmm. He was one of the few peacekeepers, actually, yeah. that were left in the pirate world, like because the government is corrupt. <laughs> sure. <You> Wink. <laughs> the pirate world, they're just, you know, there's there's good apples just like there's bad apples. Yeah, there's yeah. You know, but Whitebeard was one of those people who were in a position of power who was like, Yeah, I'm a pirate, but I still want civility. I still want people to thrive. Like, there's still people who don't 
deserve to go through these villainous acts that we commit. <laughs> Damn it. Like he was a he was like a Robin Hood type. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I I was just gonna say that. That's so weird. You're totally in my head. <laughs> and then the last one that we have on the list is Yamisuke Hiro from Black Clover. I've never seen Black Clover, and I know that you're not the only one that's told me, like, watch it. Yeah. I'm watching Dr. Stone right now, so chill out. But I, that is totally on my list because I like to read the description yeah. before I watch it. So I'm like, okay, at least I know what I'm getting into. Right, 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 right. But Mr. Hero, as it were, yeah. let's let's hear about this this guy. So Yami. and Yami, that's I, so much easier. Yeah. You could have uh, just led with that. <laughs> you led with that. I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, but so Yami, funny. and I know people are going to be like, well, he's not a parent. Like, in ways, he's still a child. Okay. And, but he represents that phase, like, that I go through. Mm. Because he's, like, 28. I believe in the show he's, like, 28. Mm-hmm. I'm 29. And he's bringing in these kids, and he has that tough love type of training. Oh, joy. He, yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's tough on them, but, like, they know that he's tough on them because it makes them better. Right. And it's, like... Typical it's, training motif. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, like, he's... And I give him, like, the dad category because even when... They reach and they try to excel. And he knows that even though he leads the worst Magic Knight squad. <laughs> and he, yeah. He knows, yeah, they're going to they're gonna fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to happen. <laughs> he portrays this image to his squad where, leave me alone. Do what you do. Look, you got it. I believe in you. You got it. Oh, that's all it takes. That's but <laughs> not that easy. He's never too far away. And when he sees, he's always one of those people who's like in the background, like watching, like, I wonder what they're gonna do. I wonder how they're gonna overcome. And when he sees like mm. his when he sees his squad trying, that's one of those things where he's like, All right, you guys did your best. I saw it. And I'm proud of y'all. But the big bad villain is still here. (laughs) So I saw daddy will take care of it now. Oh, that's cool. It's (laughs) kind of like a um, I just want to see if my the things that I'm teaching them is getting through to them and seeing if they are able to return the favor by working hard or proving themselves, even though they think he's not watching. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that it's like a coach on a team, right? I'm, uh, my fiance is in track and field, or you know, he was in track, right? So he, his coach was always pushing them to do better, and it's more than that. Yeah, they want to see you succeed, whether you're training with him present or not. Right. So it shows. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I understand, and I. I agree with you on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, let me go ahead and like throw Yami's hat in the basket because he represents like the young the young parent who like you you see your children blossoming. Ooh. 
You see him blossoming. <laughs> and you're like, man, I know you got it in you. I know you got it in you. I know you can come up. I know you can do better. I've I've already seen how far you can go. Right. I just want you to get there. And the thing is, is that even when they falter and they like even sometimes like the kids on the squad, they're like, there's nothing we can do. We're going to die. Oh, no. Don't we're, do that. We're literally like done. We've done everything. Toast. We've done all our super moves. I'm all out of power, magic, whatever. And then Yami's like, I seen y'all. I'm proud of y'all. Uh, I got it. <laughs> go back go to the house there's tea there's food on the table you did good i'm gonna finish this wow <laughs> yeah you know i i saw all the effort you put into it and i'm proud of what you've done so yeah. far because it's been better each time you haven't plateaued yeah yeah okay all right i i think that's a solid list that is they got lists that's online that are like 20 20 best dads. I'm like, that's too many dads. That's way too many dads. Right. So worst dads, boo-boo dads. Ass dads. Ass dads. Ass dads, if you will. Uh, Gendo. I heard he was an ass dad. So (laughs) he's from... uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. There you have it, folks. Uh, I, I it. cannot do I it. I saw I was, the vein coming <laughs> in on you. You're like, thinking mm. about it. Yeah. Um, so that one. Uh, he's an ass dad. So why? Why is he bad? Gendo Akari is an ass dad because he fathered. I ain't even going to say he fathered because he did abandon he abandoned his child for 15 years. Oh, that's all. And then, you know, once he found, you know, this ancient mech, he said, "I know just the perfect person for this." Uh-oh. Let me go get my neglected 15-year-old son with, you know, mental health issues and trauma. Ah. And force him to pilot this thing and kill angels. Oh, good. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That sounds like an ass dad. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, by the time the end of the show happens, you know, the god of that universe gives the kid a chance. He's like, hey, you can either, we can start this over if you want. Or? Or, you know, you can beat me and go back to whatever life this is you have. Oh. And he's like, burn it all. Burn it all. (laughs) Wow. Burn Um, it all down. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's bad dad number one. Yeah. If you're you're a dad that makes your kids start the apocalypse. Bad dad. Bad dad. (laughs) Terrible dad. Second bad dad I put on the list. Gene Freaks from Hunter Hunter. That dude is ass. Okay. He is so terrible. I understand wanting to have fun to a certain extent. We got the entire, I don't know, probably third, a third of the show is just training, right? It's training, it's doing all the things. But the show wouldn't even exist at all. If Gene stayed at home. So thanks for leaving. But uh, he ends up, spoiler alert, being found eventually. 
And he tried to play it off like, bitch, this ain't my son. <laughs> Sat in a room full of people and was like, who are you? I was like, Literally, what? his kid was like on his deathbed. Right. Like five minutes before this. And he's like sitting in a in a council meeting like, dang, sucks to suck. Man, <laughs> he's going to be fine. Like, you can only hope that he's going to be fine so much. And peak Leorio moment. Oh, Leorio, chef's kiss. Peak Leorio moment when he just. Best pseudo dad, if you will. Yeah. He was the, I think. Discovered his power at the end. Leorio was kind of like the father figure of the group of four. So I would definitely, because he was was young, but he was in his 20s. He went to med school, whatever. But I think that he took a good place in place of Gene because. Gene obviously said, I'm going to go get some milk Fuck and all. cigarettes. Fuck all. <laughs> I'll be back. And never came home. Left his wife. Left everyone. His son, everything. <laughs> but, yeah, ass dad. He didn't even, like, his sister didn't even know. I don't know where he at. I've been trying to call him for years. <laughs> I'm his sister. <laughs> He's MIA. I don't know what to tell I you. I don't know what to tell you. Third on worst dads is Shao Tucker. Shao Tucker. Okay. Uh, terrible dad. Super duper ass. <laughs> okay. And he's from Full Metal Full, wait, Brotherhood, right? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Duh. That's how you that's how you're yeah. supposed to say it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> I like it actually. It's there kind of like Iron Chef. Iron, it gives me Iron Chef vibes. Actually, I used to watch Full Metal Alchemist yeah. after, uh, before Iron Chef. At night, it would just play. That. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to switch between MTVU yeah. and Food Network. And it would be that just constantly. That's so, crazy. It sounds very similar. Yeah. But what about him is boo-boo? So the thing that makes Shao Tucker... Big Dookie Juice. We we go because that man is <laughs> terrible. Okay. Um. So, little backstory on Shao Tucker. Shao Tucker was a state alchemist mm-hmm. who got funding from the state to continue his research. He was living the high life. Oh, living okay. good, living living greasy. You know, out here he was you know going five star restaurants every night with his wife and kids. He made big discoveries in the oh, alchemy world. Oh, it sound it that sounds like it's about to be a disaster. <laughs> Cause you yeah, know the well ran dry. Oh, okay. The well ran dry, and so he had to make a new discovery. Okay. Um, there's a, and I think we were talking about it earlier, but there's a theory that's out in the world that you know his second time he made a discovery, um, that got him. His prize is that when he transmuted to, he transmuted a soul into an animal. Okay. Mm, basically, trying to find the secrets to immortality, and uh, you know that's the big taboo that's in the show. Yeah, sounds like a Orochimaru yeah. moment. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. And so, there's always one, isn't there? Yep. There's a theory that there's a crow that hangs out around his house because, you know, crows are like usually a bad sign when you see them. 
Really? In yeah. anime? In literature, period. Oh. Like in Ed, like Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. The Raven. Yeah. Yeah. I did go see a live version of that over yeah. the weekend. It was phenomenal, actually. Those actors were really good. So yeah. shout out to them. Shout out to Fiverr. It was really, really good. But yes, bad omen, but they bring you shiny things. Well, I'm going to train one to come over here all the time. You got <laughs> bad it. Bad omen. You got it. <laughs> and owls, too. So this crow. This crow is theorized to inhabit the soul of his dead wife. Oof. There was no wedding for her. You know, she just so happened to get sick one time. But with that, he had basically come into some more money. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm back on I'm back on top. I'm back living a high life. It's me. It's my daughter. It's our pet dog. And this crow. And this crow. <laughs> Apparently. You know, we, we got rid of a wife. We got a bird. Hey. Okay. Fast forward to when they meet Ed and Al. And, you know, they, you know, they're seeing what it's like on a state alchemist who's kind of like back down on his luck. He's back down on his luck again. He's, man, I'm just trying to come up with new discoveries. I really don't want to have to do this again. Oh, yeah. But if I'm going to do it, I know I I know I'm a win. I'm a win big. I'm a master this formula. Super greedy. So Ed and Al, they go on. And, you know, they go on a whole little thing because, you know, some other things happen in the show. Right, right, right. And when they come back to visit, they notice, well, where's the daughter? Uh. And the dog walks up and it's like, you know, it, it starts speaking. But it's, Oh, no. Okay. The dog starts, you know, calling them by their nicknames and they kind of put it together and they're like. Is that the daughter? You transmuted your daughter into a dog. Oof. <laughs> I mean, woof. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it was like, and that's something that's irreversible. And like I said, you oh. know, stuff like that is the big taboo. Messing with human life is one of the big no-nos okay. in Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, yeah. Because, and Because Ed and Al know what happens when they try to transmute human souls. They lost their arm. Yeah, he like he lost his arm and his leg. His brother lost his entire body. Yes, as a trade off. Rough. And you know they know what happens, and so yeah, big doo doo dad, <laughs> big doo doo dad. Yeah, <laughs> not not great. Fourth on the list is Gambino. So I heard he was absolutely trash, and I want to know why he's trash. I kind of read that he beat his son up at some point. So, we all know who Guts is. No. Y- I mean, of I've course never, you don't. I've never seen it. But I'm talking to the people. Okay, people. The you people know who, know Guts, who is. Guts is. Okay, people. <laughs> Guts is, you know, he's the last savior of humanity. He's mm-hmm. He's the guy who beats back the demons. He, you know... He's the treasure of Griffith. And before he was all of that, he was a very, very, very tortured child. He basically was a slave, got bought by Gambino. Oh. Gambino beat him, like you said. 
he uh he would be sleep in his tent and like Gambino would be awake in the next tent over. And because they ran with a group of like bandits, the bandits would go in the guts tent and they would play with his booty. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? You had me until that part. Yep. I was like, oh, then they're going to like stole, steal all of his stuff and nope. torture him. No. Ah, different kind of torture. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. not good. They was they was up in there. <laughs> that is not good. Uh, it's very uh traumatizing. He would to say the least. Like he would ha- and he would literally like have to walk around in the blood Ugh. from that. Ugh. And Gambino would be like stop being a little just be a little bitch. Oh, man. <laughs> he was super tough. Get it together. Too tough. And then, you know, and, and you know, that would be, you know, his right whole upside. life, yeah. his whole childhood. Yep. Until oh, Guts no. murdered him in his bed. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you know, how much torture would you take before you did something drastic? Super yeah. ass dad. Yeah, but not it, good. It took a minute. Oh, that's rough, yeah. man. Yeah. That is so rough. That's why he's number he is number one doo-doo dad. Number one doo-doo, number one, but you know what? After we've <laughs> already discussed it, it it sounds like worse, but he is like quite quite literally ass dad. <laughs> quite literally. Quite literally. I don't mean to laugh, but that would that like took me by surprise. But yes. yeah, absolutely not not great dad either. The last dad on the list here is Tokiomi from Fate Zero. Yes. So I was told to watch this as well. Yeah, I told you the other day to go ahead Actually, and start yeah, a couple days it. ago. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, he terrible is, dad. Yeah, butt cheek dad. Really not <laughs> when you look at the grand scheme of things, because a lot of people will say like Goku's a terrible dad but then oh yeah yeah he you, was on some of those lists yeah, yeah. yeah when you look over like the things that happen in anime because of these terrible dads like you know sending your daughter out to live in the streets because she's not a strong magician and that's so dumb yeah you want her <laughs> to win you the holy grail so you can fulfill your own greedy needs basically Oh, there's another dad. Um, dang, I forgot his name, but he is the dad of the boss in Hunter Hunter, the one that oh, can tell fortunes. Yeah, he's yeah, an ass yeah. dad. Honorable Ooh, mention, yeah. ass dad. I forgot his name, uh, but he uses his daughter to bring about fortune to him by using her fortune telling yeah. skills. Uh, yeah. Bad dad. Bad. That's just terrible. He wasn't crying when she was, quote unquote, missing or whatever. Right. Because he wanted her back because that's his daughter. He wanted her back because I need, he was using her. I need you to come come, come do that for me. Right. That's terrible. <laughs> terrible dad. So delirious dads have um, a couple. Uh, just just the one, actually. Yeah. Um. Mr. Yagami from uh, Death Note. Stupid dad, honestly, (laughs) if you think about it. I mean, why on earth 
after, and this is a huge spoiler alert. So if you have not watched it and you want to watch it, please move forward. Yeah. But terrible dad because just delirious and so like aloof, doesn't really realize what's going on around him, even though he's the chief of police. Just duh. Stupid. You you need to keep your head on a swivel. Stupid. And <laughs> the murderer is upstairs, <laughs> sir. <laughs> like living in you know, just I mean stupid dad. He's like, man, I'm the man. That kid's up there. My kid's not having sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, every He's sex. that dad. Yeah. Every... My kid wouldn't dare. No. <laughs> Go to a concert? Never. You never. Know? Sneak out? How how dare you? So... My kid's never even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, delirious dad. Delirious. Just, Just off in goof. the clouds. A goof. So we did mention some other dads that are not, like, front and center. We mentioned um, <clears throat> Choji, actually, yeah. from Boruto. Yes. So for those of you who have watched Boruto, you can tell who these people, who these new characters' mom and dads are for the most yeah, part. Yeah. It's very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, makes for a great anime, I guess. But Choji is definitely a father, and... He tries to be in his daughter's life no matter what, no matter what it takes, because she not only has his skill as a shinobi, but she also has his appetite, yeah. which I think is even better, <laughs> in I my opinion. The one thing that makes it even funnier is that, like, even though she shares most of her traits with him, mm -hmm. like... She'll go to him sometimes, but then a lot of times when he tries to get, like, real involved, she's like, bro, like, back Leave up. me alone. Get uh, away, yeah. bro. Like, you are lame. I'm a teenager. Like, get some space, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, honorable mention to him. Um, Naruto, actually, I feel like is a decent dad. He doesn't get it at yeah. first, and that's because he didn't have a dad, yeah. you know, present. I, I feel like, you know, um, the skills that he learned from the men in his life yeah. as a conglomerate was what made him the man he is. Yeah. But he solely focused on fighting, solely focused on, you know, making sure that his chakra was, you know, as strong and as powerful as it needed to be. He wanted to protect everybody. And he still does to this day, but now he's got people that are closer to him. Yeah. That he needs to protect. You literally made these little people here. So make sure that you're a part of their life because you didn't have that. And your kid is possessed by a moon demon. Sir. I mean, just saying. <laughs> but your kid is possessed by a moon demon. I love the moon. Uh, <laughs> but uh, honorable mention to him because he is trying. He is I trying. I will say that. You can, you can see it in Himawari more than in Bordeaux. Oh, for sure. That he is a good dad. For sure, for sure. And... And younger girls, you know, like Spy Family, for example, yeah. even if she wasn't a psychic, I still feel like that the young girl character is very like, oh, dad. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's daddy's girl. And yeah. So She's like Himawari is like 
She's one of those characters who's like, oh my god, dad's here. Oh my god, it's so awesome. Pick me up. Yay, me up. dad's yeah. here. And Boruto's like, ew, leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, today you come home. Oh. oh, today you're done work. Oh, today you come home early. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah, He's a preteen. I don't, th- and I think we were saying this earlier, Boruto's not. I think Boruto's just like a, a doo-doo kid. He's ass kid. <laughs> ass kid. He's just an ass kid, <laughs> to be quite honest. I mean, you cheated in oh, the exact, like, yeah. you thought your dad was going to high-five you for cheating Went. in the tuning exams? No. No, sorry. <laughs> Hard work pays off, man. And he really didn't need it, but that's another right. episode for another time. Right. Uh, uh, the Kaze Kage. Of the sand. Oh, yeah. Raza. So. Doo doo dad. Doo doo dad. He was. He tried to kill Gara. I mean, it don't get any worse than that. Fresh out. (laughs) More than once. Um, So, ass dad. There's no way around it. Even after, you know, the ninja war. Uh, for you know the fourth great ninja war yeah. and he oh he's the kaze kage now like uh-uh. he was just like <laughs> it's too late to be proud now like yeah. you, uh-uh, you had your chance you literally tried to ass ass at me okay <laughs> so no we're not having that even though you had an epiphany it's too late you already did yeah and then vin smoke judge now i'm not familiar yes that's when we so we're coming back, we're veering back around to One Piece. Yes. For for every white beard, there is a Vin Smoke Judge. <laughs> Vin Smoke Judge, uh, for for all the terrible things that he did, he did create Sanji, and Sanji is you know one of the main characters. Right. Um, the reason why he is Boo Boo. <laughs> Is because basically all of his children, he had, I can't be specific on this, five children? Had five. That's a lot. Sanji is the third. Oh, middle child. Middle Mm, child. Yeah, I know how that feels. And he's getting picked on by his brothers and sisters Mm. because, oh, you're not as strong as us. Oh, you don't have the same powers we have. And, you know, Sanji, Sanji wants to be a cook. Right, yeah. <laughs> Sanji's like, I don't want to fight. I want to cook. Yeah. I that's, that's my thing. Right. And, you know, of course, by the time we get to where we are in One Piece, you know, he's, he's oh, the ladies' man. He's the... Oh, he's I the don't, ladies' man. Yeah, I don't oh, use my hands in battle because these hands are for cooking, not fighting. Oh. And so he kicks. Okay, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah. He, he <laughs> kicks everybody. He's like... Oh, he's a kicker. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And Gone was a kicker. Mm, and a puncher. <laughs> yeah. Deku's a kicker now. So. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Vince Smoke Judge is super terrible. Put his kids through all types of grueling training just to basically peak to become part of this... Uh, terrorist army. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, Germa 66 is like, in One Piece, Germa 66 is like the evil Power Rangers. <laughs> okay. Like, there's TV shows in One Piece. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like, uh, and like, they have. There's a show in a show. See, yeah. now y'all playing. <laughs> 
Yeah, like German you gotta 66. You got to add those into the shows. Oh, it's too many show. It's too many episodes. <laughs> and they're like the evil Power Rangers. Like when everybody finds out that German 66 is like a real thing, they're like, wait a minute. This, this is for real? This was, these are the Power Rangers. Like, what are you talking about? They're real life. And then, you know, then you find out, oh, dang, they're evil. Mm-hmm. And so, you Bad know. Bad news bears. Yeah. And yeah. then goes into Sanji's backstory. Sanji, you're not strong. You're poop. You his, suck. Really? His locking, dad was like that? Yeah. I'm locking Aww. you in a dungeon. Oh, that's no good. Oh, you yeah. don't want to get locked in the dungeon. Yeah. Lock this kid in a dungeon for weeks at a time. I was in a jail one time that was like yeah. a dungeon. It was <laughs> scary. Oof. I went to return someone's phone that got lost in this jail or whatever, the police station downstairs is where you go and it's like a cellar almost it's like so weird and i was yeah. like i'm just returning this phone to someone they lost it they're like thanks i'm like wow it's like a whole basement it's so creepy oh yeah because i could not imagine getting locked up down there the drunk tank right there's people there uh, no i don't like a dungeon mm-hmm. and that's why he's ass yeah yeah he's yeah. a bad guy for for making sanji Go through what he went through as a child. Yeah. Then smoke judge. Bam. So we picked a couple hot dads. (laughs) We we do have hot dads. For shites and giggles. So uh, yours is Minato. (laughs) Naruto. Minato. He was kind of fun. I mean, even as a kid, you know, he was like, you know, I I, I know I look good. Yeah. I mean, Minato. He did bag the fiery habanero. (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> you couldn't wait to get that one out <laughs> yes the yellow flash the yellow flash you, when you have a name like the yellow flash of course you have a nickname you hot i mean you're bagging them <laughs> you can teleport too you're oh, bagging them okay yeah teleport to my house tonight <laughs> <laughs> i already put the seal on you oh no i already <laughs> as soon as the shoulder tap happened <laughs> He was like, I'm there. Right, exactly. I'm there. Here I come. And then the second one I put, Lloyd Forger. I like the clean-cut, sophisticated look, too. So I was like, you know, he got a fun. He is. Yeah, he carries himself well. I think uh, a lot of women these days want a man that can, you know, present well. Yeah. And he's very, like, clean and wears a suit. And has a briefcase. He's suave too. Suave. He's yeah. suave. Yeah, exactly. He, He's got swag. He successfully fucks up as well. <laughs> oh, good. Like he is one of the like when he's in a sticky situation, he can just be like, oh, like really? exude the swagger Man. of somebody who can just get out of anything. Like very James be, Bondy. Yeah, he'll he'll be around the neighborhood and like the women in the neighborhood will talk about him. Yeah. They'll be oh. like, Oh, I can't believe such a you know, a hip young guy has this type of family. Like, hmm. I wonder what else I wonder what kind of secrets they have. Or oh, like really? Yeah, like he has very catty neighbors. Uh-huh. Sounds like it. Very yeah. look through the window type yeah. neighbors. They're like watching what are they doing? him. Yeah. And so like he gets himself out of sticky situations in very like suave. Very very cool and collected. Very cool. Like, um, I got it. Wow. See? And I then, knew and, I liked him. But in his head, he's like, 
losing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, oh, my God. Classic. They're making this tough for me. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yes, those are our honorable mention hot dads. And for all the dads out there listening to this, and I, I had so much fun doing this, yeah. but happy Father's Day. To all them fathers out there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, especially you. <sighs> Appreciate it. And I really enjoyed doing this episode. I thought it was fun. It was like a list. I yeah. never do a list. I never do one of those. Oh, dang. So, first list. But I want to wish everyone out there a happy Father's Day once again. Thank you so much for coming back to the podcast. Oh, I'm sure I'll see you again. I'm, I'm pretty sure you will. <laughs> and... Before I go, got some business, of course. The podcast website, yujocast.com, is going to soon have merchandise. I know I said that in a past episode, and something happened with the supplier, so that didn't end up happening. However, my man Gabe right here, he's helping me out. Yeah. <laughs> so he is an artist, of course. And he is going to help me out by making some of the art for the T-shirt. So I'm so excited when this releases. And I'll definitely put that out there. And eventually there's going to be a little cut telling you that it's on there. And I just, I can't wait. I can't wait either. I, I'm sitting here and I've been, look, I've been looking right at you. And I'm trying like, to get my likeness. I'm trying to get it right. I'm trying <laughs> to make sure I capture ah! all the styles. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of facial expressions. I know you guys can't see it, but You're maybe very one animated. day. I'm animated. <laughs> <laughs> see? I knew it. I knew it. So thank you so much for that as well. You're welcome. And you know what? Rock on, dads. And tell them corny jokes. You know what? Okay, hold on. Oh. I, do I got one to leave the podcast on? Oh, okay. So. You may have heard this one. Oh. What did the DJ name his son? What? Eric. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See? They do get a laugh. I try, man. I try. It was so good. There we go. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Later. Later.